0: Hello my love tribe, welcome to Heartblend Podcast. If you are new, then welcome. I am your host, Lindsay Christian, and I help others discover and love themselves. If you are returning, then hey, I know you are super excited about this episode. And today we are going to talk about yes, how to get your needs met without being selfish. So I am so excited. I know this is something that I run into and I struggle with a lot of times. But once I learned what I'm going to share with you today, it changed my whole life. It really, really did. And I want to say that I learned this like yesterday. (laughs) So I had to share as soon as I really took the time to really understand that. So with Getting Your Needs Met, we will cover truly understanding your needs, setting proper boundaries, how to truly honor yourself, how to make sure that your circle is benefiting you, and eliminating the things you don't need, and recreating just a sacred relationship with yourself, and much, much more. So you definitely don't want to miss this episode. It's going to be full with a lot of insightful information that I wish I had so long ago, but I'm happy to share this with you today. So it's your lucky day. So the number one thing that we're going to cover is actually understanding your needs and responsibilities. Just right off the bat, always understand your needs are your emotional needs your physical needs, your spiritual needs, and your mental needs, your well-being and your health and how your body is operating, your peace and joy and passion and happiness, your physical freedom, your mental freedom, your rest, feeling connected, strengthening your inner compass, having that clarity and guidance. All of that is your responsibility. Ooh, it seems like a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> It is a lot and it's a lot to manage. And that is why we have to be really careful to the things that we say yes to, because saying yes to one thing is saying no to something else. So if you feel like you've got a nice flow and you're meeting all of your needs is when you can begin to open yourself up to agreeing to more things that you can offer to other people. But just so that you know, when you are fulfilling those emotional needs, you're going to be a much more pleasant person to be around. So understand that when you meet those emotional needs, you're pleasant to be around, you're fun, you're joyful, you're happy. Do you know how much that offers to people around you? That creates so much value to another person in a time like now where the world feels so negative and you're not doing anything outside of yourself. So that is why this is really important because you start to understand that when you fulfill your needs, it in turn starts to fulfill others needs as well. So just by maintaining your peace, your joy and happiness and fulfilling that passion, having that passion for life, it is a rippling effect and it inspires so many people around you without you even knowing that it did anything. So it's truly impactful. Your physical needs, when you're getting enough rest, when you're taking care of your body, when you're eating the right foods, when you're exercising and you make your health a priority. If you don't make your health a priority, it will fall on someone else's shoulders or you will eventually go into disease or death. So your physical needs become the burden of doctors and family members to have to now take care of you even more. So just by you taking care of yourself physically, gives back that time for other people to not have to take care of you physically. So that is why taking care of your physical needs is really important and it is your obligation to make sure that you're taking care of your body so that you can live in the best way, so that your body can support you throughout your whole entire life journey, not just to breathe and just to continue to live, but to actually enjoy life, to enjoy life without feeling pain or discomfort, to enjoy life freely. And of course, so many things happen. We can control every aspect of our health sometimes. Sometimes we run into genetics, sometimes we may catch a virus. We don't know. That happens sometimes. But if we are more responsible and we take full accountability for our health and we are in tip top shape, we're eating the best foods, we're taking things seriously when in regards to our body, chances are we are going to have a higher success rate to make sure that we are maintaining a body of health. In regards to your spiritual needs, it is your responsibility to to make sure that you are connecting with yourself spiritually, connecting with that energy, connecting with God or higher power, to make sure that you are tuning into yourself and that you are strengthening your inner compass. When you are connected spiritually, you'll be able to navigate through life easier. You won't have to depend so much on what other people can provide you as far as guidance, because you're going to be connected spiritually where the things that you need are going to come to you naturally. This is when the law of attraction starts to come into play. So it's your responsibility to have those beliefs. That are going to serve you to have a better belief system, to make sure that you are staying calm with meditation. But that's not necessarily only spiritual, that is also mental as well. And that's why taking care of yourself mentally by knowing when you're taking on too much, taking a break, resting, recharging, and not doing more than you need to, but doing enough to keep yourself going. You know what I mean? Taking that time to tune in and know what's right or wrong for you mentally. If you're dealing with toxic people, if you're dealing with others that are leeching on to you and it is affecting your mental health, it is your responsibility and your obligation to make sure that you don't tolerate that because it is affecting you in a negative way. So those are your personal needs. Those are all the things you have to be able to maintain. So with knowing all of that, that's a lot to manage, but you can do it. So if you think about it, if you are trying your best to get all of these needs taken care of, but now you've got this person asking you to do this, that job asking you to do that, this person asking for this, this person calling you and taking up a few more hours of your day, you start to realize you don't have the time or capacity to really give to that. If you do have the time to do that, then great. But it's about first understanding what your needs and your own responsibilities actually are. You're responsible for your reactions, your actions, your thoughts what you say, how you feel, and what you do. Those are all the things that you are responsible for. So take some time to get to know your needs. List them all out. What do you need? What do you need right now? It doesn't matter if it's emotional, if it's physical, if it's something you need to buy, if it's something you need to eat, if it's a good laugh, if it's, if it's joy, whatever just write it all down. And then I want you to rank it from one to 10. How fulfilled are you in each of those needs? And then after you rank it from one to 10, how would you feel once that need is met? And what can you do for yourself today to meet those needs? This is already the first step to getting your needs met is just having the awareness of what your needs actually are and understanding them and understanding what is actually your responsibility. I feel like as we go through life, we don't really know what our responsibilities really are. And we really put ourselves in the wrong positions to take care of the wrong responsibilities. And that's when setting proper boundaries comes into play. So after you understand your needs and how those are the things that come first, your personal needs are first, now it's time to see what else we can give within our own reserve, within our time bank, within our energy bank, what do we have left? And within that, we have to set proper boundaries to make sure we're protecting those first personal needs that we have So the first thing you want to do is make sure to set a schedule and stick to it. The main key here is to stick to the schedule. We as people are creatures of habit and consistency. So when we are consistent with something, we become more successful in it. And as you continue with this schedule, then other people are going to have that understanding that They can only get but so much because your time is now limited. Set some me time for yourself. Set your time for when you are focused on work. Set your time for whatever it is that you've agreed to. Set a time for it. I promise you it's going to make your life so much better. It's going to keep you in check, so it'll keep boundaries for yourself, but it will also keep those boundaries for others as well. If you have a friend that loves to call and talk to you for hours on end, as much as you love it, you realize that now you've given about three hours of speaking to your best friend, and although you love them, Now, you didn't get done all the things you wanted to get done today. You planned out how you wanted to have your me time, you wanted to take a nice hot bath, you wanted to fix a nice meal for yourself, but you got stuck on the phone with your friend and they talked to you and you enjoy talking, but you just don't have three hours to spare. This is when you apply the schedule. So, how you would implement this is I know it's going to be kind of tough when you're used to having this routine of giving so much of your time. You're wondering like, oh my gosh, this person's not going to like this. They're not going to be happy, but this is what you do. First, after you realize how much time you actually have to give and that means all of your needs are done. All of the things that you intended to do that day are done. Then that is when you can give a little bit of your time. And you set the time maybe 30 minutes or an hour, and you can do this one of two ways. Number 1, you can communicate. Hey, I am doing a lot today, but I'm free at 7 or I'm free at whatever insert whatever time you want to put in there. I'm free at 7 to talk if you're wanting to talk then. If not, we can just chat another day. And you stick with that. And you set your phone on do not disturb after a certain amount of time so that if they call you after the time you've agreed to, they're not going to be able to get in touch with you. At first, there may be a little bit of a negative reaction. Maybe they'll say, hey, I tried to call you, like, what's up? But over time they'll learn, oh yeah, I know that they're busy doing this. And really actually fill up your time. Don't just say, yeah, I'm, I'm free at seven, but I have a lot of things to do and you don't really do it because it's going to not stick with you. So if you set a proper routine, then you will be able to stick to it and it won't feel like you're lying and you're actually getting more things done. and. The other way you can handle this is if you make it more fun. So you can say, hey, I know you're busy. I'm busy, but I really, really enjoy talking to you. Let's set up like a weekly time that we can chat maybe on Saturdays or maybe once a week we can grab coffee and it can be like our coffee tea time type of thing or whatever. Or if you're a guy, maybe say, hey, dude, let's let's catch a time where we can just get together, play some games or do whatever. Like I think it'd be fun if we could do this once a week, just take a break from the day to day and we can catch up with each other for like a quick hour or two hours. That makes it more inviting. So it's not like, hey, I can only talk to you during this time. That's it. Bye. <laughs> So, it's all about your personality and your approach to it, but those are a couple of ways of how you can make sure that you're setting that schedule with still incorporating taking time out for other people. This way, you know that you've made the commitment. I can offer you an hour or two hours of my time once a week. It's going to save you so much time, especially if this person is calling you every single day and talking to you for three hours at a time and you just can't get things done. The next way to set proper boundaries is to make sure to create a sacred space and time for yourself. So of course you're going to have so many other things that you're going to have to tend to with your work and whatever, but set a time for yourself. This is a sacred hour or day that you have for yourself just to do whatever it is you want to do whatever it is and put your phone on do not disturb or turn the phone off put it on airplane mode whatever you cannot have any distractions during this time And if you can make sure to create a sacred space for yourself. I don't care. Even if it's just a corner in a room, a throne or chair by the window, that is your space. That is your area. The next way to set proper boundaries is to say no to outside requests. As I mentioned before, what you agree to is what you are responsible for. So in the sense, if you agree that you're going to take care of this pet that you just got, that is now your responsibility. It would be selfish of you to jump in, get the pet, and now you change your mind. You don't want to take care of it anymore. It still has to be taken care of. And if you are able to fulfill that responsibility, then you have to put it on somewhere where it can be taken care of. You have to give it to a new home. It's the same thing with all of your responsibilities. Like I said, the main responsibilities you have are for yourself, but everything else, if you agree to it, it now becomes a responsibility. So this is the thing that I was telling you about earlier in this episode that changed my life. Once I realized that I have my own responsibilities and others have their own responsibilities and everyone has personal responsibilities. And what I would tend to do in the past was I was assuming responsibilities of others for their health, making sure they're healthy, making sure they were happy, giving them whatever they needed. And I was not taking care of my own responsibilities. That's not your place. So I just know that you have that power and the option to say no. Saying no is going to become your best friend because now that you understand, okay, these are the things I'm responsible for. And I know if I have to take care of these things, so do you. So I should not have to agree to things that you're capable of doing yourself. That's laziness. So when it comes to outside requests, If you don't feel comfortable with taking care of those things, if it is taking away from making sure that all of your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual needs are taken care of, then you have to say no, or you can say not right now. The key thing here is to say no first, not yes first and no later. We want to say no first. So get comfortable with saying no sometimes we don't always feel comfortable with saying no. So what I would suggest is to look at it and say, is this hurting the other person by me saying no? Or is it harming the other person by me saying no? Things that hurt us don't always mean they're bad for us. So for instance, when we are working out, and we feel that soreness after a good workout, yeah, we're hurting, but we're not harmed. You know, it's just now we feel a little bit of uncomfortableness. That is where the hurt is coming from, but we're not harmed in it. We're only becoming better. When we're harming another person, this is a sense where things can feel great, but it can in turn harm us. So if we're eating all the foods we enjoy that are not healthy for us, we don't feel hurt at the time, we don't feel pain at the time, but we do end up harming ourselves in the long run. It's the same thing with all of our relationships. So we have to take that approach. When we say no, are we harming them by saying no? Did we already agree and now we're saying no? Or did we set an unrealistic expectation that now we can't live up to that may cause harm because that person has now built a dependency. So we have to be mindful upfront what we will and will not agree to. The next thing to do when it comes to setting proper boundaries is to respect your boundaries. Understand that you set boundaries for a reason, and it is important that you respect it. It is important that you protect yourself because nobody else can actually do that for you. Yeah, sure, you can hire a bodyguard, but they can only protect you physically most of the time. They can't protect your inner self. Only you can do that. So that's why respecting your boundaries is so important and to not become fickle and lenient on that and bend a little bit whenever we think we're going to lose out on something. Always remember, fear of loss will result in you losing yourself If you're so worried about losing because you think you're going to have some type of fulfillment, whether you're losing a relationship with another person or you're losing on a job or you feel like you're losing in something and you add fear to that, then you will in turn end up losing yourself because now you've pushed past the boundaries that kept you protected. Now there's almost nothing you won't do in order to not lose. And in the meantime, we don't realize it, but we begin to not honor ourselves in the process. The same thing goes for other people's boundaries. Just because someone does not want to do something that we ask them to do, just because someone, maybe they don't want to go to the movies with you that day. Maybe they don't have the time to spare to talk to you that time. Or maybe they tell you, hey, I'm only free for this amount of time, but I have other obligations. We have to respect those boundaries as well because they were set there for a reason, When we respect their boundaries, we know, hey, I want to make sure someone else respects my boundaries as well, so I'm going to respect their boundaries. Setting proper boundaries is super important. We have to make sure that they are a priority before we even can start to get our needs met. We have to add some protection layers there because if we don't, we'll never get things done the way we need to get done. And I would highly suggest to read the book Boundaries by Henry Cloud. It is so good and it really goes in detail much deeper about setting boundaries. It's a whole book on boundaries, so it's a lot to get out of it. And the most prominent and powerful message that I received out of that book the fact that boundaries set you apart from others boundaries are part of your identity so when it comes to letting a person know where you end and they begin that's where boundaries come in and people actually really like boundaries when we feel like we don't know what another person's boundaries are we feel this lack of control and nobody really likes running all over another person but if they don't know where the stop sign is They're going to keep going. Letting people know your boundaries is a sign of respect for yourself, and it's very, very important to your well-being. So I know this is a pretty long episode, and I want to take a quick break so that we can jump back into getting our needs met. Stay tuned right after this message. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. Hello, my love tribe. Welcome back. And we already covered how to understand your needs and responsibilities and what you are actually responsible for. And we covered how to set proper boundaries. So, now in regards to getting our needs met, we want to make sure that we honor ourselves. And I mentioned that briefly going over setting the proper boundaries. But how you honor yourself is by speaking up, by communicating this is my capacity. This is what I need. This is what I want. This is what I can do. And being more open in our communication and being direct, you'd be surprised how much you can clear up with communication. Communicating your needs will make a world of a difference. Recently, I ran into this. I was so frustrated with work. I was like, I can't get this done. I don't know what to do. I'm so confused. There's so much miscommunication. I have to do all this guessing work and edit all these videos and I don't know what to do. And I reached out and I spoke up. I communicated. I shared what was happening and what I was going through. And guess what? I received exactly what I needed and it wasn't at an expense of someone else. It was just communication and everyone was happy to help me and everything went much smoother and I was able to just get things done with ease. Had I not spoken up, had I not said anything, it would have just kept going and being in a place of making myself feel more stressed and frustrated. And that's where I have to make sure I'm responsible for my mental health at that point. I can't keep wanting the other person to be a mind reader, to just accept whatever I give, to just leave me alone. No, I have to communicate. It's your responsibility to do that. So communication is the number one factor when it comes to actually honoring yourself if you stay silent, if you don't speak your truth, if you are not authentic to yourself and communicate that, you are now dishonoring yourself in the process. So be honest, be upfront. It doesn't mean everyone has to agree. You can even transition to a new perspective, but at least speak up. It doesn't mean you have to take away from another person by communicating, but you'd be surprised that maybe another person can relate to you a little bit more just by you communicating your needs. Another way to honor yourself is by being true to yourself. And this means not doing all of the things that don't align with you. This is something else that takes away from getting your needs met. So if you're doing so many things, they're not even in alignment with you. You're hanging out with people that are not even resonating with you. You're in relationships that are not resonating with you. And you really feel icky when you're around certain people. Maybe you established these friendships or relationships a long time ago when you were in a different state of mind or a different Place in your life, and now that you've grown and you've developed, there's not much left that you're really giving or receiving to the relationship. And in that sense, you aren't honoring yourself because you may be holding on to a fear there. Maybe you're afraid to disappoint the other person, maybe you're afraid of being alone. And in the grand scheme of things, we're never alone. And we cannot assume so much responsibility of another person's reaction of, well, I don't want to make them feel a certain way. Of course, it's great to be mindful and considerate. But that's where the hurt versus harm place comes in. And if you continue to keep a relationship or friendship that is unfulfilling, the longer you keep that, the more you are harming the other person because you know in your mind that this is going nowhere. So it's really important to make sure you are being authentic and you honor yourself in all the things that you really want and need in your life. And if you're so focused on the other person's expectations, then you begin to abandon yourself. And that's not really honoring yourself, is it? Another way to honor yourself is to not allow for an unhealthy ego to take over as well. Many times our pride jumps in and it blocks us from being able to get our needs met because we don't want to seem as though we can't handle certain things. We really have to set our pride aside and focus on What is it that we need? What is it that we can do on our own? And what is it that we need help for? And reach out to those that are in the place to be able to help you. Reach out to the experts. Reach out to those that are knowledgeable about what you need. Reach out to the right people, not the wrong people. Sometimes, if you have someone that really needs to speak to a therapist or a counselor, they have so much pride. That they just rely on people they feel familiar with, not actually getting the correct needs met because they're too prideful to be able to take that step into the right direction. So your pride is a big blocker of getting your needs met spiritually, physically, emotionally, and mentally. So be sure that you are not the one blocking your own needs. So the next way to get your needs met is to upgrade your circle, okay? I can guarantee you that you are an expert in some area. I'm sure you have some great expertise that you have to offer. And guess what? There are so many people that can do that too. So when you surround yourself amongst other experts, where you can learn from each other, you can share different things with each other. Not only do you benefit by gaining deeper understanding about different things, you also make your life easier because if someone asks you for something and you know another person that can help with that, that maybe has a business or anything, you can just transfer them over to the people that you know that can help them. And you can take that responsibility off of yourself because there are other people that are ready and willing to assist in that area. You can also have other people help you in ways that you can't get those things done. Sometimes when we overload ourselves trying to do so much and trying to do everything that we really take away a lot of energy from ourselves that we need in order to make sure our personal needs are taken care of. And if you run into the situation of just asking anyone for help, it may not turn out right. But if you ask the expert, if you come up with an agreement together, if you both agree and you have some type of reciprocation that you can give them money or you can trade, you can barter, whatever, it will make your life so much easier because you know and trust that it's going to be done right and you don't have to assume all of the work attached to it, but you can still get certain things done and certain needs met. So it's important to make sure you upgrade your circle, network, get out of your own comfort zone and meet people, meet people that do different things. All the people you can meet that can provide you with so much information, your life is going to become so rich and fulfilled when you have high quality relationships in your life. So upgrade your circle is definitely a way to get your needs met. Another way to get your needs met is through elimination. Again, when I said previously that Maybe you have some lingering relationships or friendships that aren't really doing much for you. This goes for every area of your life. If you have just stuff and people and external things that you've accumulated over the years, you've got to eliminate it if it's not working. Just take, for example, if you have clothes right now in your closet that you know you're never going to wear, they don't fit. They're uncomfortable. They're outdated. They look terrible. They're worn down. If you still keep them in the closet, if you still keep them in there, it's still more work on you because now you know you're not going to wear it, but you still have to move all those clothes around just to find the things you want to wear. It is the same thing about every area of your life. So eliminate the things you don't need. Eliminate the emotions that you have that you don't need. Eliminate the memories and the thoughts that are blocking you from fulfilling the things that you want. Eliminate those limiting beliefs that you have. Just eliminate. That will help you get your needs met. I came across this really fantastic video that explained the way elephants are trained. And how they explained it was the fact that when you have an elephant that's a baby, it's very small, and they put a chain around his leg and he's flailing around, he's moving because he has no experience with limitations. He's used to being free. As this elephant begins to keep struggling and they can't pull away from the chain, at some point they become still because now they have the understanding they can't move. Well, as this elephant begins to grow and it begins to get bigger, then it can easily break free from that chain. It has all the strength, capacity, and power to no longer have to be limited, but because of the belief, it stays put. That is what I mean in regards to eliminating limiting beliefs. So if you know that you have certain things that you want in your life, but you have a belief that's keeping you from getting there, you got eliminated. So we have to do some rewiring, some reconditioning, and I will definitely go over that in next week's series when I will cover everything from A to Z about manifestation. So I'm really excited to go over that with you. And I know you're going to enjoy it because we're going to have some very big breakthrough moments another way to get your needs met is by adapting. So if we are in a situation in our lives where we've just got a lot of challenges, we got a lot of obstacles going on, instead of trying to push through those obstacles and to force everything to work with the obstacles, it's best to just move around it So if you know that you have to get something done, but you have so many things in your day that take up your time, then maybe it's time to wake up a little earlier, or maybe it's time to shift away that you're doing something so that it goes faster, you know? So that is a really great way to adapt. We want to make sure that we're leveraging all of our resources And we are utilizing the best ways of getting things done outside of what we're doing right now. So look at your time, look at technology, look at other ways that can help you adapt to the situation instead of trying to forcefully move past the obstacles because you're only going to wear yourself out even more. One of the things that really changed my life when regards to getting ready and making sure that I always look my best, especially when I would go to work all the time. Now, not so much with the being in the house. Um, it's not so much of a priority for me. But when I had to make sure that I looked presentable every day and, you know, follow a dress code for work or just making sure that I was out more and having to dress up, I would plan out my whole week of clothing, my underwear, my socks, my workout clothes, and I would plan out my week ahead of time. I would do my laundry on Sundays. So instead of just taking that time to put all the clothes up, I took time to say, hmm, how do I want to look this day? And at that time, I was in a much more calm state and focused state. And I could really look at all of the clothes that I had. I knew what I was going to wear and I knew how I was going to look each day of the week. And I got a clothing rack from Ikea and I would put out all of the clothes I was going to wear and my shoes and everything, even my pajamas. And everything was on display for me ahead of time. This saved me so much time and I could always make sure that I looked my best without putting in a whole lot of effort at the time when I needed to get dressed. So it eliminated a lot of me trying to find the right thing and being stressed out. Another way to get your needs met is to recalibrate. So with recalibration, this is the time that we look at all the things we've agreed to we look at all the things that we have assumed responsibilities for. And we say, is it working or is it not working? Maybe we agreed to something a long time ago that we keep doing, we keep trying to fulfill, but it's just not working out. That is a time where we need to look at it and see, can we back out of this? Can we remove ourselves from this? Can we now put this responsibility back on the person that's asking for it? Can we ask for help in a different way? Can we ask to do something differently? There are always options. So we want to make sure that we are recalibrating every six months, really. And we look at what it is that we've taken on in our lives, what's working, what's not working, what's dying essentially, what's really failing because we haven't been able to tend to it and how we can do better. So that is another way of getting your needs met. And the last thing that I want to suggest in regards to getting your needs met is by creating sacred energy. When we take the time to truly understand that there is a sacredness to our lives, we will value it that much more. But it requires for you to make sure that you are feeling sacred, that it is something that is very important and valuable to you. So whatever this is, it doesn't have to be everything about you is sacred, but just find some things in relation to your personal needs that is sacred to you and And make sure that you do not share so much of yourself with that area. You do not share too much. You don't expose yourself too much in that area because then people are going to pull more from it. So if your spirituality is important to you, maybe it's best to keep that sacred. That's something that is a quiet time. That's something that you take time out, you light a candle, it's very sacred, it's very special to you. If you value your relationships, keep them sacred, add a little privacy to them, and make sure that you can just have that freedom to give to them without involving so many people in that relationship. Because when we lose the sacredness of the things that we value, Then we actually assume more responsibility now. Now we've involved so many people in what it is that we do or we love that they're all in our business. They're asking us 50 million questions, they're giving us so many suggestions, and they're imposing on us. But it's because we open that door. We open that door, and it's our responsibility to keep it sacred. By doing all of these things, you are only depending on. Yourself. These are all the things that you can do for yourself without having to resort to a selfish energy. So, as you can see, that when you take all of these actions, that is a full form of self love. Not any of this will have you say, Well, I'm going to be selfish. What? You know, like now that we understand what selfishness is, there's no need to be selfish when we are setting proper boundaries, when we are honoring ourselves, when we're keeping certain things sacred, when we're eliminating the things we don't need. There's no need to be selfish. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I know I did. I feel like I'm in a better place mentally of getting my needs taken care of and doing whatever I need to do to make sure that hey, I take care of my needs first. And if I am generous enough that I have enough time that's free, I am wanting to share more and give more to all of my relationships in ways that maybe they could do the same thing for themselves. But I just feel like I want to give a little bit more. That's being generous. But assuming responsibilities of things that other people can do themselves is not generosity. So this concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to hear more about these types of topics, definitely follow and subscribe and be sure to stay tuned for a very special guided meditation on getting your needs met without feeling selfish and releasing any selfish energy that you may have. So I hope that you enjoyed it and have a wonderful rest of your day. Get ready to live a life of fulfillment, joy, peace, and love all within yourself.